I mean, Qmart probably started after the Battle of Gettysburg. It was just a bunch of soldiers, like some stuff. They're like, look, we we had a big we had a big fight over there, and we're not going anywhere. So, you want some stuff? Come over here. Technically, Jerry, I don't know if your grandfather was Amish as much as he was just, you know, that's just how things work. Right, because if if you were born in '44 and he's your grandfather, everyone was was Amish. When was your grandfather born? I don't even know about your grandfather. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. If no one had electricity, (laughs) everyone was Amish then. (laughs) What we're calling Amish is every single. They were just German people who came to Pennsylvania. Anyway, it was too big. And uh, they, they wanted to send me home. And I- one B means one big son of a bitch. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Jerry, you know what pegging is? No, no, no. I bet. Who is she? I never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on the Working Perspectives podcast today, we're going to be joined by Chad Kilhefner and his dad, Jerry Kilhefner. Honestly, this show is a lot of fun. Uh, I love when we get like uh, someone from, from a different demographic on the show, a little older demographic. He had a great view on things. He was a lot of fun. And, you know, he, uh, he really, like, it was great, the stories he shared and, you know, just his view on things I thought was fantastic. J-Dub, what would you think? I love all those old movies. I need more good old movie references. Oh, There's a bunch dude. of like old movies that I know I should have seen that I haven't, and I've been trying to. Like, I started Bullet the other day, but that is... It doesn't hold up as well as I thought it would. Dirty With Dozen. Steve McQueen? A... Yeah. Oh. I keep falling asleep. Does... Dirty Dozen? Fantastic. Un- Un- unbelievably great movie, The Dirty Dozen. I don't know any of these movies. Oh, yeah, you gotta work on this, Jamie. Jamie. I know. What's the oldest said... movie you've seen, Jamie? Um, Happy like Gilmore. Cinderella? That's real old, though. Yeah, you've seen Wizard of Oz. Snow White. <laughs> Snow White. Yeah, I was in Wizard of Oz play. Have as a munchkin. Have you seen Gone with the Wind? Pumpkin? No. you never seen Gone with the Wind or Casablanca? Or... I haven't seen either of those movies nope. either. Really? None of them. No, I didn't have a dad. Did you have a dad, Jamie? Yeah, I got a dad. Yeah, he watches all them. I know I like I see him watch this, but I don't watch them. I saw like an old version of the Titanic once. You love it. That came out in 1996. I was a little no, <laughs> There's older versions. There's older versions of like the same story. It was called something else. The more old movies would probably make you a smarter, better, more well-rounded person. Yep. Nice. All right. Jamie, what did you think of the uh, this episode? Pretty good? Pretty fun? We- yeah, it was cool to hear from someone that has like such so many life experiences. True that. True that. A lot of time, my Damien. Semi town the running time. All right, very good. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. She's Jamie Glacius. He's Jade Up Justin Richardson. And our guests today are Chad Kilhefner and his dad, Jerry Kilhefner. Enjoy the show. Thanks. It's unobjective to be effective.
All right. On the show today, we're going to be talking and having some fun. I want to get right into it. So, uh, Mr. Kilhefner, Jerry, I uh, wanted to talk with you. Uh, if you could, could you please tell us the year you were born and where you were born? Yeah, I was born in 1944 in Quakertown. Ah. Never moved more than a mile away from either direction. Hey, see if you find, you know, if you find, stick with what works, you know what I mean? Yeah, stay close to home. That's it. Very nice. Good. Okay. And then, so 1944, Quakertown. Uh, I believe it's probably a little different than 2024 Quakertown. Am I right? A lot different. Yeah. You can only imagine, you know, the things you've seen. I mean, the growth in itself was a lot more like rural farm area back then. Oh, yes. And a lot of it still is. As a matter of fact, the train station, I remember seeing steam engines. Steam engines? Yeah. (laughs) Huh. No, really. Did yeah. you see any hobos come out of there with the maps no, out? No. no? I, uh, but steam engines at the train station. Yeah. Do you remember the day the Taco Bell was built? Because I do. I remember. I do too. The fan I remember fair. that too, Jay. That was around yep. Quaker Town's excitement of a Taco Bell being built on 309. Wow. Big day. It Big. was. My cousins to- live in Quaker Town and they were like, we got to talk about it. I was like, yeah, you guys got a lot going on up there, and I'm really proud of you. And I just want you <laughs> yeah, to look, look, look at me now, right? <laughs> do you remember? Do you used to go to Montana West a lot? Oh, my God. Montana I remember Montana West. West. Uh, you yeah. remember Montana West? Yeah. That he was before, what was it, Schmitty's, the drive-in, where yeah. you would go get cheesesteaks and a milkshake before you went Weber's. out? Oh, Weber's. Weber's, yeah. Yeah, Weber's at yeah. Schmitty's, huh? Yeah, okay. Was the Q-Mart around? Oh, yeah. yeah. Except my buddy Butch. He used to get two Weber's and two Oh man, uh, extra, extra fuel for the fullback, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Q-Mart was around when you were yeah, growing up, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Damn, I would love Always a history around. of Q-Mart. How, yeah, yeah, I would love. How Q-Mart, long did they had an alligator in there? I mean, Q-Mart oh, yeah. probably started after the Battle of Gettysburg. It was just a bunch of soldiers, like they had some stuff. They're like, look. We're, we had a big we had a big fight over there and we're not going anywhere. So you want some stuff, come over here. And that's how come it over here. And that's the Q Marts, the Q Marts, the, the mall of Quakertown. You know, yeah. it's like where everybody goes. And if you want something really special, you go to the back, the flea market, where you can rent a table for ten bucks for the day and you can sell anything you want back there in the flea market. And you can find some real prizes back there. So that's a whole different adventure. Oh, that's like sure. a clearance rack on steroids. <laughs> oh, when big you're, time. When you're 13 and you need a knife, you go to the Q-Mart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to get knives. Yeah. He used to take me to the ninja shop there, right? Butterfly knives. Butterfly <laughs> knives, throwing yeah. blades. There was a whole summer where all I wanted to do was learn how to throw a knife from watching the ninja movies, you know, in sure. the 80s. Oh, yeah. So we picked a tree and he went there and bought me some throwing blades and I would stand out there for hours working on the right rotation on the right release until I could get it sticking consistently in that tree. And I could know exactly where I needed to stand to get it on one rotation. Then I would step back and I knew where to get it from two rotations. That was a whole event. That was a whole big thing. I drew the line and a grappling hook. Yeah. I wanted a grappling hook, you know, the the metal hook with the rope on it. I wanted one of those. So remember, so they had, they had grappling hook. Remember the back of magazines had weird stuff they would sell. Oh yeah. 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 One of them had a grappling hook and I Uh was trying to figure out a way to like get the package posted. Cause remember you had to like, you either had to put cash or a check in an envelope. And at that time I was like, I'm on a check, you know? I was like, how am I going to get this grappling hook? I feel like yeah, I come inside of buildings. Oh, oh well, I wanted, I wanted to do this. Justin, I had the same vision in my head, you know? 
climbing up buildings, scaling the wall like a ninja or like Batman from the old 66 show with Burt mm-hmm. Ward and Adam West, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I loved that. But he was saying, he talked sense to me. He said, listen, you get a grappling hook. He said, that's going to last you one throw. You're going to toss that up somewhere. You're going to get it stuck in some tree. And that'll be the end of the grappling hook. You all need to go up there and get it and it'll be done. You know, yeah. so I thought even yeah. at a, even as a kid, I said, you know what? He's probably right. So I yeah. backed off of the grappling hook. Yeah. That's when we now enter the throwing blades. So right. it worked out in the end. Sure. Sure. You still made and, out on the deal. Yeah. And the, and the baby gun. Uh, BB guns too. That, that put little dents in our neighbor's uh, garage door, aluminum garage. <laughs> well, that was an accident. Yeah, what kind, of, what kind of BB gun are we talking? Just a regular yeah. BB gun. A daisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. So he's aiming at a tree 90 degrees away from the garage door. Mm-hmm. And he says, This one he pulled it, that was aiming directly at that tree. And when I pulled the trigger, the wind blew. Yeah, you know, when it took the BB over to the garage door. So that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you weren't even at the neighbor's cat or anything. No, we had to to be careful. Yeah, yeah, so (laughs) BB guns and throwing blades. So, okay, so the Q-Mart's been around since the dawn of time, obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, what what kind of sports were you doing growing up, Jerry? Me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, football and wrestling. Love it. And and then I joined the Allentown Y when I was in, as soon as I was out of high school. Okay. But, and I met uh, some really nice people there that I'm still friends with. Very good. Very cool. Okay. Nice. Like, yeah, George Eskimo Joseph. Did you ever hear him? He was a bodybuilder, Mr. Uh, he was in Mr. America. He had a gym. He had a gym on uh, 7th Street. Yeah, 7th Street. Yeah. There's a Mr. America? He, he didn't win it, but he was in it. I didn't there know there was. A, there used yeah. to be. There, oh there yeah, used to be at least. Yeah, that's before steroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Bob Bartholomew, he was in the Olympics in '68 as a 198 pound uh, weightlifter. Was he a power lifter? Yeah, three lifts. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. And uh, he came in eighth in the world. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, oh Pete, all from Quakertown? No, they were from Allentown. Allentown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So then, tossing uh, around 125 pounds. Dumbbells, yeah, insane. But uh, I could, okay. use, I I could use them, by the way. Damn, I believe. Yeah, I well, back in the day, sure, yeah. right. I'm, I'm sure now you could probably throw a couple around, right? No, forties, yeah. Nice. And, and he, he goes in there with his dumbbells now and works on his bicep. I got to go in there. He said, "Chad, feel my muscle." And yeah, like, yeah, that's good for an almost eighty year old. I had all the girls in the hospital feeling it. Oh, boy. <laughs> girls for go. the girls, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. They love it. Nice. So, they couldn't uh, believe it. Did you uh, Did you ever serve in the military armed forces? Yes, I did. All right. Where did you serve? I served in uh, El Paso, Texas at Fort Bliss. Okay. Okay. I was not 1A physically. I was 1B. So they gave me a clerk, but I wanted to serve. Why were you one they, they wanted They wanted to send me home right from the physical when you go in. Why did they want to send you home from the physical? Because I wasn't one I physically. Oh, oh. Well, why, why, what was that? You know. Oh. We uh, know. We know. Yeah. Anyway, it was too big. And uh, they, they wanted to send me home. And I... Yeah. Yeah. He's laughing. One B true. means one big son of a bitch. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they gave me clerk's job. I was a mailman. Oh, nice. But at least I, but at least I served. Was it uh, Army, Navy? Army. Army. All right. Cool. Very the nice. Draft. 
The draft. Yeah, you got yeah. drafted. Oh, for Vietnam? Well, Vietnam was going on, Vietnam, but I didn't right. go there yet. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I would, but hey, you got stuck with the right detail if you ask me. You know what I mean? Yes, right. I know that. That's right. Nice. All right. So cool. I want to get into a segment we have now. We're going to get right into Jamie's question segment. Uh, Jerry, Jamie here. She's going to ask you some lovely questions. And, uh, you know, feel free to answer. Feel free to tell her to buzz off, whatever you want to do, pal. Go ahead, Jamie. All take right. it away. Okay. So, are you married? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How long have you been married? 46 years. Golly. Years. Yeah. 46 years. We've been together for like 48, 46. I don't know. 50. Wow. Oh, my God. How did That's you? Right. That's a long it? time. So you guys knew each other for like two years before you got married? We went to high school together, but didn't date there. And then we worked together at Merck. So you guys are kind of high school sweethearts, kind of. No, no. Well, if you ask my mom, she didn't know who he was in high school, you know, but he was the grade below her. But then when they met in uh, well, Merck, you ran yeah. into her again, right? Yeah. You know, and then they start. what was your first date? Do you remember your first date? Yeah. What was your first date? Well, you we went to the... Uh, oh, you don't remember it? Yeah, I do remember, but I forget the name of the place. It was uh, down in New Hope. Oh, you went took her to New Hope on the first date? Yeah, we That's went to fancy. a bar restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Went to, to a bar and restaurant and stuff. Yeah. Oh, very good. And the rest is... A piano different. bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. A nice piano bar, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. I knew what I was doing. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> So yeah. then you, the rest you, of history. you guys dated for like two years and then how did you propose? Excuse me, I didn't understand that. How did you propose? Oh, how did I propose? Yeah. Well, I told her after we were dating a while, I told her that uh, she was never married and I was married and had a bad experience. Uh, but I like married life. I told her that. And uh, I told her we could either start something that'll last a while or something. So we started something that would last a while. She just had fun. She never really? met anybody she wanted to be married to. Until she met you, huh? Yeah. How and old were you guys? How 30. old were you? 30? 30. Both of us were 30. But her mother liked me. That matters. Her, her mom liked? Oh. Because uh, she yeah, approved when you? Yeah, brought me... She when did, she yeah. brought me home to meet the, her parents, you know, they gave oh. me the approval. Yeah. Nice. nice. Wow. God, thank goodness. You know it. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She said it would have been a shame if she didn't like me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's right. That's good. Uh huh. I sure did, do. Did you have a bachelor party? No. I didn't. No. Did they have bachelor parties I, back then? What year was it? Yeah. Oh, no. They had bachelor parties long before I got married. What was it, 76? 75, 76? 74. Oh, 74. 76, okay. we got married. Oh, so 74. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wait, so wait, for, is this, had you, you said you'd been married before and it didn't work out and then you got remarried, is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. And so. And I, have, I have, I have the song from my first marriage. Yeah. 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 So my brother. So yeah. when you proposed, you were just like, "Hey, look, we like hanging out with each other. I think you're pretty cool. You want to make no, this no. official, or what are we doing here?" No, no, that was nothing like that. It was more. It was more to the line of that I was in love with her. I wanted to be married to her. I like married love. Would you please? Yeah, it was much more romantic. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. James, maybe one day that'll be you. Probably not. You know, yeah, Jamie, that's, that's Jamie, coming. I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably not going to be me. And I've always been lucky. Yeah, I've been lucky. That's for sure. Better lucky yep. than good. That's what I say. Did you have a bachelor party for your first 
uh, marriage? Uh, no, no bachelor party for Jerry. Yeah. Why not? Do they did they just not have those back then? No, they had them, but you just didn't. I wonder yeah. why, huh? Do well, your, your buddies didn't take you out. Esky and Cowboy and the gang didn't. No, they didn't take you out for a special party for your no. birthday. No, as a matter of fact, your I didn't. I didn't introduce her to that part of my life until, until after I was married. Well, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> was it your wife has? What about a bachelorette party? Did your wife have a bachelorette party? Uh, no, those didn't exist back then. If she did, I didn't know. Oh, about yeah, it. probably I don't not. Think so. <laughs> no, they probably didn't. A bachelorette party was like she hung out with all the moms in the neighborhood and got taught how to make like you know marinara sauce or something. Yeah, yeah, They they had them little penises that they put in their drink, you know. And, <laughs> and, yeah. And oh, they call those, those the J Dub. <laughs> the J Dub. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I'll have to. You know, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. If you've seen Justin's girlfriend, it's un- it's unbelievable. We don't know. We just don't yeah, Justin. know. Nobody Apparently, knows. he's a great what? listener. Justin, how do you do? Is that what it is? You're a great listener, Justin? No, I'm just funny and charming. Yeah, well, well that goes a long way. So, you know, funny and, I'm and tall. charming goes a long, long way. And I'm yeah. over six foot. So, like, there yeah. you go. Goes hey, a long way. 5'11 is just fine, guys. 5'11 is no just <laughs> fine. Come on, Matt. You can round up to six foot when you're 5'11. That counts, right. I could. It? I no, could. He's already rounding up from 5'9. No, no, I am not. No, I am not. Chad, you've seen me. We yeah, Matt's tall. Yeah, Matt's big. Yeah, I'm five yeah, eleven, guys. Yeah, and I'm he knows all, how to move. Yeah, he knows how to move. Put a little weight on that big toe. That'll jack you right up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows how to move. He's good with his hands. He's good with his shoulders. Huh? Right. Body yeah. movement, feet, hips. The whole deal, right, Matt? And I'm five eleven. Yeah, Matt's the Matt's the boxing instructor. Matt's a fighter. Matt fought, and he's the boxing instructor at Henzo's that I told you about. Yeah, so he's been teaching the classes there, and that's where Matt and I met at Henzo's. Yeah, yeah. Now wasn't that wasn't that a good experience for me? Oh, the best. They give you they give you uh, confidence, and you you know you're not afraid to go anywhere by yourself. That kind of feeling. We've had we've talked about before Chad and I and like just with ourselves but also like on the show where just the uh the gym that we go to and I mean that type of uh skill set that you obtain by boxing or jiu-jitsu or any type of martial art really gives you the confidence to it's you know it's training for your life in a way and it I mean I love I love what it's done like Chad I mean I was thinking about this today the Chad I first met as opposed to the Chad now are like I mean well, at first, you know, I mean, he was always yeah. like a super nice guy, polite, well-spoken, like really good dude. But, you know, he's more like, you know, he's he's more, I would say, confident in his, in his like in, in what he can do. And like, yeah. just, you know, I mean, I don't know, Chad, would you agree? Oh, yeah. 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 You know, like one of the things that he really taught me, too, and I got interested in learning how to take care of myself. And I always had a, um, you know, some type of draw toward combat sports and toward fighting and things, even though I was a drummer, you know, growing up and I, I drummed. I was in the high school band, you know, and I was yeah. in the jazz band and all those types of things. And I played football and I played ice hockey and baseball a little bit as a kid. But I always wanted to kind of box and, you know, he, he, he taught me the importance of knowing how to protect yourself and knowing how to defend yourself. And you want to be able to be, you know, strong because that increases your confidence and changes how you think about yourself and how you carry yourself and how the world perceives you. 
yeah. you know, and I didn't, you don't really understand that, or at least I didn't when I was a kid, but I, I liked that. Like I liked, I, I I thought there was a play element too. There was an aggressiveness, but there's also a play element, you know, yeah. to, to combat sports and to fighting. And I wanted to box because I could hit decently. He told me, you know, how to, he, he wasn't a trained fighter, but he was strong and he knew how to hit hard, you know, and he yeah. could, he taught well, me I how to. Corey Ando for two you, years. You did. Yeah, you, you did. What was it, Corey Ando? Yeah, the, the Korean guy. Korean karate. Yeah, mostly hands. Yeah. So so he taught me this, and then I wanted to give it a try. So when I tried that, and the more I trained and the more I learned, I felt my body and my mind transform, you know, and I became more confident. And that was really a, a lot of what he had taught me and one of, the, one of the things that I've learned from him and that he kind of instilled in me growing up. So that's that's been great. But I lost it, Matt, right? Like, you know, I lost it when life came – and, you know, I got, you know, comfortable in my job and I didn't work out anymore. And, you know, I had some back issues and I was in pain for a while and I just yeah. let myself go. Right. Yeah. So I wound up being heavy and I was in pain. And then when I finally had the courage to walk through those doors, really for my sons, you know, when I brought my boys there, you know, yeah. Jordan, as we talked about before, said, hey, why don't you give it a try? And that was more than four years ago now. And that completely transformed my life and brought back some of that, yeah. you know, some of that passion and some of that, um, um, you know, like enlightenment that you feel when you are more of you, you know, when yeah. you take care of your your body and such and you're you're dangerous, but you can use it for good. I'm a big yeah. fan of that. Plus, plus, when you work out and you, you work out hard with people that do the same thing, you, you have a mutual respect for each other. Agreed. And you look out for each other. You do, Agreed. right? I agree. It's a community. It's a whole yeah, thing. I would a, never really hang alone. Yeah. It's a total, I would say, like, I know it, there's women that go there too, but it's almost, I would say, it is a family, but it's also like a brotherhood in a way too. Even with the women that yes, go it there. Is. It's a brotherhood, mm -hmm. like it's a camaraderie thing as well. And I found that a lot in wrestling and stuff too, where it's like, you guys are because it's a lot of like you, it sucks sometimes like it's really difficult to work out and it's mentally and physically taxing and you do need the support from your teammates or even just the camaraderie to to get through it and like you know you guys are doing this together and you draw strength from each other a lot of the time so i think the brotherhood and camaraderie part of it is very important as well and it's a great thing to find you know, it's very rare to get that, especially later in life. You know, when you're coming up through school and you're on teams and all that stuff, like that stuff's there and you kind of take it for granted. But once that stuff is gone, when you're later in life, you know, it's very difficult to find and, and obtain that again. And I'm, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing to even have that. And also to meet guys like, dude, Chad, you're a great dude, man. And, um, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a privilege knowing you, you know what I mean? So just getting, oh, you thank know, you. Hey, man. It, and likewise. Hey, appreciate you, man. But no, it's, you know, getting those experiences and chances to do that. And it, it does take courage. Like you said, it's not easy. But also, you know, the Jordan Peterson guy, he I think he really puts it the best as far as like where the, you know, teaching it, teaching someone to be meek and and mild and and almost like wilted in a way isn't teaching someone to be good, teaching someone to you know, defend themselves and be able to fight and all that stuff and then be able to control it, right? Is that's how you develop someone to be an actual morally good person because they do have the capability of creating harm and inflicting pain and they choose not to. And they, they choose, choose not to. And they choose to do it for the right reasons. 
that's the real i think that is the real benefit that you know that we get by doing that i would say you know and and one thing I, I could never stand the bully Agreed. if i seen somebody try to bully somebody i wouldn't hesitate to, to step in yeah and help i agree them. i agree yeah it's you a know, good rule don't let bullies get away with it you know yeah. stand up for it and do the right thing i agree i think too a lot of the times like We've had kids that thought they were bullies come in and then they figure out that they ain't shit. <laughs> you know, That's what I mean? right. you can get humbled and, quick and they get humbled. But then honestly, they like they some of those around. kids, they turn into like some of the best kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they yeah, really turn do. Around. They just needed some guidance and stuff like that, I think. That's you, right. you realize that you can't be anywhere unless you train for it. Yeah. You know, if you don't train to be what you want, what you want it's physically, not it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you going to go with? Who are you going to protect? Who are you going to hit? You can't because you, you just didn't trade for it. Yeah. It's a fantasy. Yeah. It is a fantasy. You know, and you mentioned, you mentioned Jordan Peterson, Matt, you know, and, and we've talked and you know what, like I've learned a lot from Jordan Peterson. I continue to, to learn from him today, but like he had that line, you know, and he's done a lot of work on the Bible and I'm very spiritual, you know, as well. And he has a great series out there about, you know, interpreting some of the passages of the Bible and, and and what does it really mean from a psychological perspective and just from a, you know, meaning, like how does it help life? If Even if you don't believe in the metaphysical piece of it, right? right. But he, he talks about, you know, the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus goes up and, you know, and talks about the line where he says, the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm. And he said that never sat right well with him because, you know, our modern interpretation of the word meek is like, well, I'm feeble. I'm in the background. I just do what I'm told and I don't really, you know, and, and that just didn't really didn't really sit well. So he went and looked at a lot of different translations and, you know, words and definitions change and the way mm -hmm. people use them change over the years. So yeah. he went back and said, you know, the, the modern definition, what they really meant wasn't meek how we think of it today. What the real definition is, according to Jordan, you know, in his research, is it doesn't really mean the the meek or weak inherit the earth. It's it's translated more like those who have a sword and know how to use it, but choose to keep it sheathed shall inherit the earth. So yeah. that's way way different. You know, that yeah. means that hey, you're formidable. You know how to use your sword. You know how to inflict pain if you need to, but you don't, you choose not to, mm -hmm. and you choose to harness that and use it for good and to stand up for people who might not have that ability, you know, to do that. So mm -hmm. that's what you were talking about. It's like, Hey, if, if, if I don't have that ability, you know, I can't just parade around as and, and masquerade as a good person, because mm -hmm. if somebody that has the ability to shut me down, tells me no, and I don't have the ability to stand up and say, ah, oh, hold on a second. What's your motivation? What's your purpose here? And I challenge that with the spirit of, you know, coming from something good. Mm -hmm. Well, then I'm just like an order taker, you know, but if right. I know how to, I know how to use that sword and I keep it sheathed and I only use that in the event of, well, bullies, right. Or something that isn't right, or there's a risk or a threat to my family, you know, or people that I love. Well, that's a different story, you know, and that's something that I learned from Jordan in that interpretation. And that sits right with me, too. I believe that I to be true. Right. I so I think about that. And then I think about the importance of, you know, training. And I can't tell you how much better that I feel mentally, physically and spiritually in terms of taking my life back and becoming, uh, you know, being yeah, more self-confident in better shape, you know, and um, and, and having an outlet to uh, relieve some of that 
frustration and stress, you know, and pent up energy that we all deal with. Yeah. And there's ways that we deal with it. It could be in a bottle. It could be with drugs. It could be with a lot of different stuff. But if you have healthy outlets and how to harness that and to use it, you know, in a good for a good purpose, well, it completely changes your life in a very yeah. positive direction. So that's I something that I more. that I really believe. Yeah. yeah. Is there like a nicer group of guys than the dudes like at the gym? Like these guys, some these sons of bitches are legit murderers like these guys are killers right and they could take apart you know nine out of every or you know 99 out of every 100 people they could take them apart but they are the nicest guys in the world and we're some of the best people i know yeah and it's and it's like there's no but they'll like hey when it's time to go they go right but it's you know they don't it's there's no bravado there's no enforcing their will on anyone or imposing on anything. They're polite. They're nice. They're adapting. Like mm-hmm. they're just, you know, they know how to read the room. Like, uh, you know, case in point, I think Rich, Rich is one of the bad son of bitches there is. And he might be the nicest damn guy in the nicest world. guy. Yeah. 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 And it's not boastful. It's not, there's no bully aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. It's not try someone, like you said, trying to impose their will or get over on someone or try to, you know, Hey, I can, I can beat you up. So you have to listen to me. That's the opposite, you know, of, of what we're talking about. Right. And it's just, you know, there's a lot of goodness and there's brotherhood there, like Mm. you said, and there's a connection that, um, well, you have to experience it, you know, to, to see it and to really understand it. But the beauty is that more people than they even realize can experience that. Right. Like it's within most people's grasp, just about anybody's grasp. If they put themselves in that uncomfortable position, take the risk and just give it a shot. You know, you just give it a shot and you see what happens. And, you know, session by session and day by day and month by month, you see yourself transform in all these different ways. It's nothing but good. And, yeah, you know, you have the aches and pains and there is some sacrifice because whatever you're doing here, you're giving up somewhere else. You know, but there is a thing of balance and, you know, um, what's worth it, you know, in the at the end of the day. And it's been one of the best decisions I think I've made. Yeah, I agree. Not just for you, but for your sons as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So very nice. Uh, Jamie, we kind of interrupted your segment there. Do you have another yeah, Sorry, question? Jamie. That's OK. Um, so let's talk about your wedding. Where did you get married? What? Where did you get married? Yeah. Uh, at the Spinner's Town. Where's that Church at? Church of Christ. Yeah. Spinner's Town. Okay, you got it. Right married off, in the church. Near, 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 yeah, near in the church. church. Yep. Near then, what about the reception? At the VFW. Nice, nice. What okay. what uh what kind of flowers did you have? I don't <laughs> the, the uh, flowers, flowers. Of course, Jamie, oh, Jamie's man. a florist, so she would have that. florist, Jamie? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm an event florist. Oh, but nice. Both of us were interested in horses. Horses? Yeah, he had one and I had one since I was 10. Like a race no, horse? No, 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 no. A show horse. Oh, show nice, horse. nice. Very nice. My grandfather, my grandfather had race horses. Oh, yeah. oh did he? Mm-hmm. But this year, you, you wear a three-piece suit with tails and you have four rings, and he really it's all fancy. Yeah, it sounds fancy. Yeah. He's trained. He's trained good. You still uh, have one? No. Not, not since 1950. Not since I was 55. Since uh, you were 55 years old. Yeah, we had horses like growing up. We grew up, you know, in Quakertown and 
Um, it, you know, a little bit more of a, a rural area, but we would go out in the buggy. And so I remember when we were a kid, he would take me around the driveway and around, you know, our, the property. And, you know, uh, I would be on the back of the horse and then we would go out in the street on the buggy. And it, it wound up being, though, where cars and trucks would just blow right by you know, uh, and yeah. honk the horn. And so, and the horse would get scared, you know, so yeah. it became a little bit more dangerous than, yeah. than it used to be. Right. Yeah. So, and they're not so, a fan yeah. of people aren't a fan of like, you know. I guess they, no, they're you not. Know, like the Amish uh, kind of thing. People aren't a fan of that. You know, like people in cars, like, you know, I'll ride. No, they sometimes. get frustrated. Yeah. That's where my dad's father came from, Ephrata. He oh, was okay. a dunker. A dunker. Oh. You know? Yeah. But he was a tool and die maker for a living. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Made tools. Oh wow. Made made jigs for tools to make tools. Was he he was an Amish though, was he? Was he yeah, Amish? Oh, he was, oh, he was Amish, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, but he, he wasn't your grand your grandfather. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't the, the kind that yeah, wore the suit and had yeah, the beard and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. he wasn't that kind. But he lived that. But there's five different strains of the mom. Oh, okay. He was one of them. They're men in Yeah. Oh no, no. I was gonna say so. Not the type that your grandfather or uh, your father was, but like, are the other Amish stealing kids? Stealing kids? Yeah, they're uh, up to that. I don't know. What are they up to, Justin? Did you ever hear any of that, Jerry? You ever, you ever hear, about... hear any of that? I know. I don't. I don't yeah. know about this. Uh-huh. Never What's heard of that, on, Justin. Yeah. What's going on with the Amish? Their bloodlines get too kids. saturated, and they have to find outside sources, and they start stealing dopey people's kids. That's what no, I heard. No, I don't know about that. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. But so, also, I want to ask this, Jerry. You said your grandfather was Amish, right? Yes. So, I mean, he was a dunk. He was a dunker. Now, there's five strains of Mennonite that make up the Amish. They right. all don't drive horses and buggy. Okay. Right, right. Okay. So when like, some of those use those scoot those rascally scooters, you see him on those scooters. He wears the he big wheels. He's got. Yeah. He's he's carrying on that tradition. <laughs> They're rascally. <laughs> They'll be on the side. Of, so like the horse and buggy is one thing to get around. Those rascally Amish on those scooters, yo, they'll get you. They're oh, kicking. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. He moved from a horse to a scooter. You know. So uh, now he's on the scooter. Uh, scooter's cool. Yeah, yeah horse. Horse to Harley to Scooter. Well, That's the progression. Gonna, I mean, what I was going to say is that technically, Jerry, I don't know if your grandfather was Amish as much as he was just, you know, that's just how things work, right? Because nah, if, nah. if you were born in 44 and he's your grandfather. Everyone he was, was Amish. When right, your grandfather like, was yeah. Amish. When was your it grandfather was just, born? He was just I don't a, even know a, about your a, grandfather. A, yeah. I don't remember. Just yeah, that's just, yeah, that's true. If no one had electricity, <laughs> everyone was Amish then. <laughs> yeah. What we're calling Amish is every single. They were just German people who came to Pennsylvania. Technically, yeah. He was just Pennsylvania Dutch is what he was. That's right. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch. Dutch. I got a little Pennsylvania Dutch in me, you know. I like root beer as much as the next guy. Who who says well, if, if you ain't if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. Who says that? Huh? If you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. Oh, I like huh? the Dutchman. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, Jamie, what's your next question? I'm out of questions. All right, love oh, it. Oh boy. All right, that Jamie. That was Jamie's questions. Very good stuff. I'll tell you guys, we're super excited to have you here because we need to one thing we like to do on this show is we like to keep it keep it fresh. Keep it flowing, but we also got to keep ourselves on our toes. Is that right, guys? Uh-huh. Yeah. So ja- yeah. Jamie usually has a segment called Peg Talk, and it goes Ooh. a lot different <laughs> than that segment. So I'm just All saying, right, Jamie. he did a great, she did a great job of fielding some new questions and kind of went down a new avenue. But Justin here has been asking the same dumb questions for the last 20 years. So okay. su- Justin. Su- super excited to get into our next segment. It's the 
Jada's questions, asking some questions. Jada's questions, a new favorite segment. Jada's. Oh, oh, you're a singer, too. Yeah, yes, you nice. know, I mean, it's all a lot of talent over yeah. here. But uh, we're now going to have Justin's question segment, where Justin's going to ask you some questions. You give us some answers. We're going to have some fun. Go ahead. Take it away, right. Jerry, you know what pegging is? God damn it, Justin. No. <laughs> what was that again? You Do you son... know what pegging is? You son of a bitch. No, no, no. no. Who is she? I never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you're in a bar, pool yeah. or darts, what's your favorite uh, game? Well, pool. Pool. The pool? Yeah, you're yeah we're in a pool thing. Yeah. What, what are you, Justin? Pool or darts? Uh, darts. I'm oh, terrible. I'm pool. Darts? All right. Yeah. That's another darts. one, Justin. We Come can go back on. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I couldn't get at the eight ball one time, and I made a five-back two-ball shot and hit it against the rail, and it went right there. Yeah, I said luck. That's that luck. I won. Uh, my one of my younger brothers is crazy good at pool. Like, oh really? I'm good. I was down just down the shore with him a week ago. We were playing. Uh-huh. Nine, he's like going to play nine ball, and I was like, I don't even know how to yeah. play nine ball, but sure. Uh-huh. And I just I, I watched them just sit I, like on the rail, a little bit off, sinking them yeah. too far. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. Turns it's out you're not bro. using. All right, bro. I used to. Yeah, I used to. I used to date a girl, right? And when we would go to the bar, like I would like, you know how you go up, you put your dollar up in line. Right. And so like I would go put the dollar up on the pool table. You know what I mean? Because like if she did it, she didn't want to get skipped or whatever. You know what I mean? So I would go put the dollar up. So the dude that was thinking would think he'd be playing me. And then I would go put it in and rack it. And then she would play and they'd be like, oh, really? You're gonna let-? I was like, hey, man. You know, and then she would win like the next nine games. Yeah, and she, take your chances. Yeah. Oh, dude, she was like, uh, she, but she was great at like the like what you're saying with like the banking and the angles and everything like that. She was phenomenal yeah. at that. Jamie, did you do you ever play pool or darts? Uh, yeah, I love pool and darts. Which one but, do you like better? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty bad at both. Actually, I'm better at darts than I am pool. I suck right. at pool, but I like to play. Because right. like I well, when I go to a bar, I don't like to just sit around and do nothing. So right, right, right. right. You know what's my favorite game to play at a bar? It's the uh, game where like you're sitting at the bar and you see a girl sitting at the bar and you do like the head nod to them. But when they go back thinking, like when they look back, you saying like me, me, and then you don't respond to them, pretending that you're talking to someone else, but you're really talking to them the whole time. And then eventually they come over and then you get married. And that's what life is. Is that how you that's got your wife? Is when you look at them and make eye contact, you have your glass in your hand and you get that expression on your face like, wow, that's the most beautiful thing I ever saw. And your hands just unwrap. And you drop the glass? You drop the glass. And then like, you're, like you're stunned with her beauty. Uh-huh. Wow. That wor- wow. That's a power that's I a mean, power move, huh? Yeah, you know, that happens to Jamie quite often. I All bet. The Jamie. All the time. And then, and then you go up and you look her straight, straight in the eye, uh-huh. hold her hand if you may, and ask her if she'd like to start something that'll last the while. Wow. wow jamie are you hearing this i, I get is it this... all the time wow okay she gets it all the time and you're still walking around <laughs> happy. Yeah. You're happy. Yeah. that's right that's right so wow. that's how you got your wife no i guess so uh, i didn't <laughs> we're learning a lot 
<laughs> yeah. Who's the, uh, I who's already the... knew who she was. I mean, who's yeah, the yeah. what? I, I knew who she was. Yeah. 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 What's the most famous person you've ever met? Larry Holmes. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Larry. Yeah. Now we used to train up there. He yeah, liked us right from the... Yeah, Larry, yeah. Larry Easton, Holmes had a gym in Allentown. In we Easton. used to see him five yeah. times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to see him a lot. And, Great and, guy. And from the first time I brought Chad up there and talked to, talked to him, he took us right in and gave us the trainer and the place is yours. Right? Yeah. That was he fun. They treated treat us really good. We really had like, a good time. They used to call me his 18-year-old future heavyweight champion. Yeah. That didn't happen. Uh, but well, that well, must have well, been a yeah. great feeling. Well, it was cool, yeah. We'll need a, a armored car to take the cash away. We have a paper. That's what Charlie would say, huh? His trainer. Yeah. One of his, one of the guys that came up with them and was he was an older guy you know but he was Boy, with larry yeah. for a long 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 time you know and uh he really he was funny he liked this he would but you know what he would say he said you gotta watch out in this game he said there's more snakes in boxing than there are in arizona right matt would <laughs> you is, agree with that matt oh the most corrupt sport on the planet and it's not even close not even close huh? not right even now? close the most corrupt sport probably ever right like Maybe I don't know if horse racing had its day of being more corrupt. Probably, but right? it is by every I, sport had its day. Yeah, but, but boxing they, is unreal. Yeah, Char, Char, Charlie had. Did you ever see a heavyweight championship of the world ring? Larry had a made like a Super Bowl ring. They were like this high. You know, yeah. it was like two inches high off his finger with diamonds and all kind of jewels. really something. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, it was unbelievable. And Charlie had one, right? Uh-huh. And I was trying to. Tell him to will it to me when he dies. You know, well, he died and he didn't, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was something though. I'll tell you, let people don't realize too. Larry Holmes was a big son of a gun, right? Like oh, yeah. pe- people think, you know. I, I mean, like I met, I met him one time as well. I used to live up in Easton, or I trained up in Easton and lived there for a little while. And he is like, he was a. I met him one time, and he's a big bastard. But, big guy did you ever train there matt did you ever train at his gym when it was no open? i never no i never went up there i was supposed to have, i was supposed to fight someone up there one time but they they backed out so oh uh, really never yeah, yeah. I never went through but well, yeah, yeah. dad used to spar with uh mark his brother mark mark holmes yeah oh nice yeah, yeah. and that was i'll tell you what that guy had some hand speed oh man Super oh, fast, super yeah. fast. Chad's still just, feeling it. <laughs> yeah, just so, yeah. just so quick too. You know, and and his timing was so superb. You know, like guys and professional fighters would come around that get rounds with Mark and other fighters in the gym, and you know they would come after him. You know, and and go hard with like five six punch combinations, yeah. and Mark would make a miss by like a fraction of an inch. Just yeah. like that. And sometimes if he was having fun and in a good mood, he would spin him around by the elbow and pat him on the butt and give him a little yeah. tap on the top yeah. of the head. You know, yeah. I mean, it was really, it was really something. I, Mark was a cool, he's a cool guy. I used yeah. to tell Chad, he'd be the best straight laser fighter in the world. Oh yeah, he's fast and you can't get him. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight with a straight laser though. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, God, that, no. That's not a good bet. Uh-uh. No. I mean, I can't, I mean, some of these guys, you know, like I'm, I had fought some like really high level guys and, and like sparred with some really high level guys. And like one, you know, there'd be times where I'm throwing like an eight punch combination yep. and like crisp, super sharp, everything's right. And it's like they almost knew what was coming yeah. and just yeah. was out of the way. And I was like, well, what, what are we doing here, guys? Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
that timing and the instinct and just yeah. that flow. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, like Neo in the Matrix kind yeah. of just knowing where things are coming and yeah. being able to just move with it and yeah. then counter it. You know, it, it's it's like uh, it's like a, it's they call it the sweet science, right? It's yeah. like a work of art. It very much is a lot of it. Has, I mean, you know, we're getting off topic, but a lot of it has to do with like your body positioning and your balance and things like that. And that's a lot of stuff you have to learn. But it's very it is when you see some like a mat, like I'll tell you. This guy that hopefully he fights Crawford next, Boots Ennis. If you look him up, he's a master at it. He's phenomenal. Oh, Boots Ennis, yeah. Boots okay. Ennis, phenomenal. But all right, let's keep it moving. Justin, what do you got next? Jerry, also, what's... wait, uh, Jamie, did you say you said pool, not darts? No, I'm probably better at darts. But you like pool better. Um, When I'm doing good at it. Right, right, right. And when you're doing good at it, like, I mean, J- Jamie, let me ask you this. I'll say this. I've been bar, I started bartending when I was 19. And I've bartended for a very long time. The number, like the two things that cause fights in bars, the two most things that cause fights in bars are women and pool, right? (laughs) Pool, really? Oh, so many fights are over this. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, so what, like. They're either fighting on like who's next, who's not, right? And then they're people are like playing cash games, you know what I mean? Like they're betting, the betting. money. Yeah, there's yeah. a yeah, lot that makes of stuff. Sense. Yeah, I remember one time there was one night where like the the pool table, what you do, right, is if you didn't have quarters, you'd put a dollar or whatever. But like right next to like there'd be like a line of do- like quarters or dollars on the pool table, and that's just the line of who's playing next. I remember right. one time at the bar, this this guy, an out of towner, just comes in, walks over. Then there was probably there's probably eight like eight dollar whatever's lined up, like so eight people lined up. Walks over and just goes whoosh, oh. all of them off. and cleared it all off. Why do you do that? Because well, it's him hilarious. Off, put his quarter down and says, "I'm up." You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. it just yeah. everyone was like, ah, you know, like. All these yep. drunk Irish guys are like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that and wasn't it turned good. turned into huh? a real Donnybrook. Oh, boy. A Donnybrook. <laughs> nice. All right, Justin, I interrupted you. Jamie, please don't hesitate to jump in. Go ahead, Justin. Jerry, what's the movie you've seen the most? Great question. The movie you've seen the most. It's got to be a Western. Yeah. Oh, right? I love a good Western. Oh, he loves What about Westerns. The Quiet Man? What are your thoughts on The Quiet mm-hmm. Man, Jerry? Uh, I, I love The Quiet Man because Great of... Film. Great film. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he went over to England to become Bias family's home. Yep. And Ireland. lived a good life. Yeah. And then he falls in love with uh, Bigot's daughter. Uh, uh sister, O'Hara, sister. Yeah, yeah, his sister, and yeah. uh yeah, in yeah. the end they had to duke it out and they became great. good friends. Great. Honestly, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Absolutely. Well, John Wayne made a lot of phenomenal movies. Big John uh, Wayne fan. The Duke. Yeah. Love the Duke. The, the uh yeah, as a matter she of wore a yellow ribbon. Oh, oh, yeah. oh right. one of the best. She wore a yellow ribbon is great. I'm trying to think yep. of another great one. There's a he has a bunch that I really the angel really and like. the bad man. What's the angel and the bad man? That's John Wayne. Yeah, he falls in love with a Quaker. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't think and I've he seen hangs that up one. his gun. Does he? Yeah. Did he keep it hung up, or did he have to get it, pick it up no, off the shelf no, again? No, no, he became a farmer. Okay, all right. Hung up his gun. Is that right? You know what else we used to watch a lot of? We used to watch uh, a lot Robin of uh, yeah, Earl Flynn, like the old Earl. Oh, Flynn dude, the, the Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Dude, yeah, Gentleman Jim, Robin Hood, Gentleman Jim. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. Gentleman, Gentleman Jim. Jim. Yeah, Gentleman Jim Corbett. 
Oh, yeah. that movie, Gentleman Jim? Phenomenal yeah. movie. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. One of my favorites of all time. I'm a big well, Gentleman you know, Jim fan. When uh, Robin Hood would be on, right? We Love Robin Hood. Great and Earl Flynn movie. I'd they make, died with their uh, I'd make a leg of lamb and rotisserie chickens, and he'd have a couple of his buddies over there, and they'd have a feast just like they had. Because they would eat that feast with all the... Yeah. All that stuff, and they're eating the leg of lamb. And who is it? Little John. He's like, that's my mutton joint, right? Yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah, a mutton yeah, joint? Yeah, He's like, I'll yeah. teach you what a mutton joint is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We would, we would feast. We would have a feast oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, after they had the big battle in the woods, and they capture yeah, the. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. No, I agree. What about they died with their boots on? Another classic. Oh, I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. A young Olivia de Havilland, bro. I'm telling you, don't sleep. On Olivia de Havilland, aka Mary. Really? Oh, don't you remember? Oh, Olivia? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was the actress's name. She's Maid yeah. Marion. She was the okay. wife. She was the wife, and they die with their boots on. She uh -huh. was the good chick in Gone with the Wind. Like Olivia de Havilland had a career. I, I, yeah. Gonga Den. What's Ooh, that? What's this? Gonga Den. What's Gonga Den? When they were in India. Oh, Earl, yeah. Earl Flynn was one of the Vicker brothers, and they yeah. also Santa Fe Trail. Shout out another yeah. one with Ooh, Earl, Flynn, Earl Flynn, Earl yeah. Flynn, and uh, and Ronnie Reagan, a young Ronnie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a young Ronnie Reagan. Yeah, All right. that was yeah. Dude, was, I'm a uh, big. I love those old movies. I try to watch them as much as I can. That's what I love about yeah. HBO Max is that they had Turner Classic Movies on there, and you could see. A bunch oh of yeah, he still. We still. He'll still watch it. You know, I'll watch him too when I'm over here. We'll watch Dude, the old classic cowboy pictures. Hop along, Cassidy. We would watch uh, the old Hop along, Cassidy series. Autry, Roy Rogers, and yeah. oh yeah, babe. I know. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you. You know what? I I used to watch this clip all the time. And it was, and it's one of the final scenes from Gentleman Jim. And it's when John L. Sullivan brings mm. the belt to Gentleman Jim Corbett after their big fight. Oh, Dude, yeah. oh man, what a scene. War that does bond, it, huh? War the tear bond. comes out of here. Oh, it just, it breaks your heart. But it's like, yeah. but it's the passing of the torch and it, you know, yep. did it with dignity. It's just like, come on, this is what men are. This is men. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. That's you know, right. You know, wow. I don't make them like that anymore. Justin, please continue because you are just the epitome of what a man is. I am. Here we go, Justin. What's, uh, what's your supermarket sweep strategy? Supermarket sweep strategy. In terms so, of like, what do you go for? If you right. Are you going to go? Because you got to fill. So the, the key is you got to oh. fill up the cart, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. But do you, you remember fill, supermarket sweep? Do you fill up the cart with like big pieces of like maybe that are expensive or do you go and try to find little pieces that are expensive and just get more of them? I.e., Justin's a big fan of going to the spice aisle. Correct, Justin? Yeah, that's the whole strategy. You want the spice aisle. So this is about did you watch Supermarket in two minutes in two minutes or so? How much can you fill up your cart with the most expensive things? Right, like so whoever has the most in terms of dollar value at the end of their sweep, that's who wins. Is that right, Justin? Yeah, we might be striking out on this question. How about we go to the next one, Justin? All right, yeah. If you've never seen it, you have to have seen Supermarket Sweep right. to have right, right. a yeah. strategy. You got to be, be part of the gang. Sweep. If you're not in the right. sweeps, well. you don't know. If you had a free ride at all inclusive, would you go to the moon? No. A free a free ride at an all inclusive no. resort on the no. moon? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't no. Go no. No, no, I would be there in a you heartbeat. You would go to the moon? You ain't, right you, ain't catching, you ain't catching me in space between here and the moon. You're not, huh? 
No, I feel no the sure. same way. All right. What? You would no, go to the moon? Not, on. Not, You're another smart no. person. Let's let's <laughs> at, let, on, guys. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk turkey. Let's talk tuna. Let's talk tomatoes. Okay. okay. Have we have all of us been to an all inclusive resort? No, yes. no, no, I'm not. I, I meant yes. all inclusive. Yeah. Jokingly, I'm I'm not saying there's a fictional place you can stay on the moon. I'm saying today, no, if mean... I could give you a ticket to go to the moon, would you take the ticket, Matt? Oh, no, I thought you meant if I could go to an all-inclusive resort on the moon. <laughs> yeah, it's just inclusive yes, on the way I, there. Then, yes, I would 1,000% go to an all-inclusive resort on the moon. But, but there has to be a resort. Right. If there's no all-inclusive, yeah. I'm not No, thank going. you. All right? Yeah. But if there's an all-inclusive, I'll pretty much go anywhere. You know? <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, I'm wait. looking at shit in Ukraine right now. Like, hey, they got a palace resorts, and you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, all-inclusive, it's the only way to go. Otherwise, you're just going to Mexico. Just saying. Yeah, and you need a concierge. Concierge, concierge. yeah. Concierge. Yeah. And a consigliere. A we had a yeah. butler concierge at death. Uh, Jamaica. Is that where you're at? In Jamaica? Yeah. Jamaica, yeah. crazy. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, uh, we I went. I went it. to St. Lucia. We, we went to St. Lucia on a um, for a honeymoon on a all inclusive vacation. That was really nice because oh, we were. Like, there were three of these resorts. We stayed in the Sandals Resort, and we were at uh, on the middle one, and it was like the more low key one that was kind of like villa style. And yeah. the one where they had like the sports and activity and golf center, which we didn't play, but that was like the you know the place where they had the more stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then they had the party one, which was like to the 15 minutes the other way. So yeah. we were able to go to all the other ones, eat great food, and you didn't have to carry your wallet. They didn't oh. take tips. It was absolutely oh, beautiful. The best. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely – I'm a big fan. I actually just got back from an all-inclusive on on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, nice. Me and my familia went to Mexico. Justin was not invited. And, yeah, oh. we did an all-inclusive. We, we actually – me and my wife had our wedding – uh, it was a destination wedding at an all-inclusive. And also was, not invited. Yeah, definitely not invited uh, to that either. Uh, <laughs> you know, it is Where'd you it go, is. Matt? Where'd you just come from? We were we were in Mexico in Cancun at this place called Moon oh. Palace. Did they have the oh. alcohol on the wall? Oh. They had everything. Moon Palace. I had the one where it has <laughs> the three bottles in your room. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Where they have like yeah, so like you room? had the mini fridge, and then you pulled out a thing next to the mini fridge, and it was like bottles that yeah. had like poor yeah it had you just that. Use gin as mouthwash oh, wow. every morning it's fantastic <laughs> yeah i didn't serves multiple purposes huh yeah my yeah, wife drank true. but i didn't i was with my you know i had my kid there i don't like drinking in front of my kid yeah. so yeah it's good but, you know for now i mean in a couple of years i'm yeah. like shut up give me a bit <laughs> yeah dude right. that's yeah that's yeah, a great, great place, West. though. Great, great uh, vacation. Those yeah. all-inclusive. I was places. in Vegas with Jerry and, and Chad. We had the three of us. Oh, yeah. We had, we had we stayed at the Wynn. We were at Caesars. We had some great meals. Yeah. Uh, a little gambling. The food they had, is we what playing, it is, man. We were playing the, the Wheel of Fortune slot machine, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So and so, if you hit the 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 spin, you get to spin the wheel, right? Yeah. And the wheel goes, and there's all different types of prizes, like dollar values that you get, and the max is a thousand dollars. Well, okay. during that trip, they hit a thousand dollars three times. It was like, who does that? Where does it happen? It happened the, the luckiest son of a gun in town. I'm you telling know? you, that's what it is. It's luck. Lady Luck was shining on us that trip. That's for oh. sure. You had Lucky Jerry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm telling you. That, you know that those, goes uh, for miles. You know those nonsense uh, slot machines that are in the airport? 
like as you come yeah. into Vegas Airport, there's slot machines there. My one buddy, as we're leaving on a fifty cent pool, won three grand as we were leaving. Wow, Vegas. Oh, oh, wow. On fifty cents on fifty cents, just messing wow. around. He's just a thing, and he won three. He's like, hold on, I gotta fill this form out. <laughs> oh God, how lucky! Go. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you guys excited for football coming up? Oh, I can't wait. Big Up fan. Where, you know, last last at the Super Bowl. Tough. That's the first time I made a bet in a long time. Oh, yeah? yeah. And you bet on the birds? No. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't bet on the bird. I mean, turns out yeah. that you were right, but yeah. yeah, he likes my homes. I like my homes and over. And a hundred dollars saved me four hundred dollars. Oh, good you, for you. You did my homes in the over? Yeah. yeah. Great job. That's what he did. Yeah. Good. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Both, both of them Congratulations. Did and he did it. Yeah. And he did it on a crippled leg. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, hardly well, he's something special, Mahomes. Right. We all, guys, so we don't have to great. talk about this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not like yeah. it's not something we like talking about. I mean, we yeah, can just move say on. Those subjects, let's move on. You know? Justin, you got another <laughs> question? Because, God, if we have to talk about that, okay, I mean, okay. yeah. I'll All tell right. you, they, did you see they had that the quarterback show on Netflix, right? Yeah, I, I didn't watch it yet. But uh, honestly, it? it was really good. It was a really good show. That it was it followed Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and Mahomes, mm-hmm. and it was really great until like the last maybe twenty minutes of the last episode when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, well, you know when they did that. Even I mean, not even <laughs> it was. It's the first half of the Super Bowl is phenomenal. It's great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, it was great. But, but second half. What are you yeah, gonna well, do? Hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna year. do? Go ahead, That's Justin. Right. Sorry, I interrupted you. Jerry, do you have any <laughs> questions for me? Nah, I'm good. Really? Very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay, all right. No, nope, right, great. Good. All right, Jerry. Now I got a couple questions, and these are the important ones that we need to know. So, first question: What movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part One or The Godfather Part Two? I like Part One. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. To get to get Sonny machine gun in the old booth, that was exceptional. That was a great. How about scene. when Sonny? How about when Sonny got the call from his sister oh, after Carlo? Oh, oh. And he goes and whoops Carlo's ass. Oh. Yeah, put it beating on Carlo, boy. Apparently, yes, did. Apparently, there's a story. That uh, so Talia Shire, who plays Carlos, who plays the sister and Carlos' wife, who also plays yeah. Adrian and Rocky, Talia Shire is Francis Ford Coppola's sister, right? Oh, so, yeah. so uh, the dude that played Carlo apparently really hit her a couple times in the scene where he beats her with the belt, right? Yeah. Like, he really yeah. hit her, and like yep. it pissed Coppola off, like, to no end. He's like, This fucking bum hit my sister. And he uh-huh. told James Khan that, and James Khan really whooped go. the shit out of this guy, right? Like, you know, when he's biting his hand working. and stuff, like he really yeah, whooped yeah. the shit out of him, bad. I, I could never beat a guy that bad because if I hit him, the first shot usually broke their jaw. Yeah, yeah, they're and usually the crying shot, for their mommy after the first. Then the second shot got their cheekbone. Yeah, and then I give him a rib shot that took care of a couple ribs. Yeah. And that took about three seconds. Yeah. Hmm. And then and it was like, over. You know, yeah. What else can you do? Right? You know, yeah. you're trying to paralyze the guy. Yeah, no. No, no. No, no. Not really. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Jerry, <laughs> what about yeah. uh, pancakes or waffles? Oh, my God. It depends who makes them. But I like both. I'll take pancakes. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Pancakes. Okay. okay. Pancakes and Godfather 1. 
Yeah. And then uh, what about Cheetos? Crunchy or puffed? You like Cheetos? Well, I prefer tomahawk sticks, but it's crunchy. Ah. Ah, he's going crunchy. He's back on the team. Very nice. Uh, And then who do you think is better, Chevy Chase or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. Yeah, you're right. You're Mm. right there. And then, Jerry, this is the big question, right? And this is the type of person, like, this will define the type of person that you are. When it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flats? The latter. The flats. You're a, wow, he's a flatsman. He's a flatsman. He's a flatsman? Because I pull the bones out. Yep. 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 He's a man of class. I pluck the bones out, and then I dip them in the, yep. Blue cheese. Blue cheese. Yep. All right. Justin, you will be lucky if you're right. half the man Jerry is. All right, pal. Yeah, right. This man's betting against the Eagles. I'm gonna let it go for now, but like <laughs> Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Demon Jerry. <laughs> and you'll see over here. Yeah. So okay, guys, we are coming towards the top of time. Uh before we do get out of here, Jamay, if you would shut up for just one second, I'll let you say anything to your fans before we get out of here. Jimmy. Peace out. Peace out, Girl Scout. Great mm-hmm. job, Jimmy. Love it. Very good. Jalen Dub, Justine Richardson. Uh, anything you'd like to say to your fans before we take off? This has been quite a pleasure. And I've enjoyed I... myself thoroughly, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, thank you. So I'll say this, guys. Uh, Usually, Justin, Jamie, and I are on the same page with this, but Jerry, we would love to have you back on the show someday if you'd be willing to. Hey, you'll have me. You'll have me. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Very good. And Chad, as always, you know, you have an open invitation to be on the show. You know, we love you, pal. Uh, Thank you, brother. Right back at you. Thick fit. But, uh, yep, Thick Fit USA for life. USA. Check it it out. Uh, but before we get out of here, Jerry, is there anything you'd like to say to your fans before we take off? I don't have any fans yet. Oh, yeah, wait, you do. Wait a couple, wait a couple podcasts. Well, you got a bunch of fans. Jerry, you how about, how about a word of encouragement? Well, I like people to take care of their body and take care of their mind and take care of their family. Hey, That's great advice. That is the best advice. Very good. Nice. And then... Mr. Thickfit USA himself, Chad Kilhefner, what do you got to say before we get out of here? Let's check it out. We're going to get, you know, keep keep uh, aiming up. We're going to keep marching on for the good. We're going to take care of our mind, our body, our spirit. We're going to roll thick, and we're going to do it together. So let's stay tuned to see what happens in all those areas. Love it. Very nice. All right. Well, and also uh, in the description of this episode, we'll have the link to Thick Fit USA on Instagram and all the Chad's links in the description of this episode. Make sure you check it out. Uh, But speaking of being thick, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and our special guests today are... The one and only Thick Fit USA, Chad Kilhefner, and the man, the myth, Jerry Kilhefner. Uh, in case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. See you. Thank you.